Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. All right, everybody, it is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is Now D1 Speaks. Really got a big-time show tonight. We got a big-time athlete with us. We got a 24 uncommitted from Tennessee. We've got Tate Riggs. Hey, Tate, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, man, I am so happy to talk to you tonight. Hey, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Maybe tell us where you go to high school, your travel team, GPA, and how'd you get into baseball? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, my name is Tate Riggs. I'm, a, I'm in class of 2024, and I attend uh, Nolensville High School. Uh, my travel team is the Midland Redskins, uh, based out of Ohio. And uh, I got into baseball when I was around, like, five years old. Uh, I kind of remember uh, them bringing a pair of cleats to the house, and they were, like, these Nike cleats with, like, and like an interchangeable logo colors. And I remember like being really excited to wear them and like run around in them. And uh, I remember uh, putting them on at my first practice and, ha- and like run around and like uh, having the best time of my life, like hitting and throwing. And it, it like kind of just stuck with me since that day. Like every time I step on the field, I just like kind of remember that and, like goes through my head and like makes me feel like a kid again. I have to tell you, I absolutely love that. Not that I want to talk about my own son, but uh, we've been through this entire process. You know, he, he's gone through his whole recruiting college, the whole deal. I remember those cleats. We had those cleats. Yes, Absolutely. sir. Absolutely. We had all the colors. You could go from red to blue, green, white, whatever it was. Yes, I think sir. I was actually more proud of those cleats than he was. But I love those cleats, man. That's so funny. Yeah, they're I fun. love it. So let me ask you something. You play with the Midland Redskins out of Ohio. But you live in Tennessee. So yes, how sir. did that come about? Um, so we have uh, a guy named Ethan McElvain that goes to my school. And he, he's, he's a pretty big prospect, big lefty, 6'4". And uh, he plays for them. And uh, our uh, we had a showcase team or a travel team called Showcase based out of uh, Tennessee. And we actually switched over this year to midland and uh kind of kind of just like flowed in with uh the ohio and the texas and the uh indiana so i kind of just kind of got lucky and got with a really good organization okay well congratulations so how has the summer been going uh pretty good we've been playing some uh tough competition and, and i've been uh getting to have a little looks in front of me which is really good i've been uh, lucky to have a few good games to have a couple of coaches come watch. Well, awesome. Congratulations, Tate. Let me ask you something. What positions uh, do you play and what are your strengths and maybe a, a thing or two that you're trying to improve upon? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I am a uh, right-handed pitcher and uh, uh, until college, I'll still play first base in like kind of infield area. Uh, I think uh, my biggest strength is uh, my IQ, like my baseball IQ. I think uh, when I play the game, I'm locked in, and I know what's going on. Like whatever the situation like comes like comes in, 
And uh, I also think I possess a really strong presence on the mound. Like, I like when I feel, I feel like when I get on the mound that I'm gonna like bust my butt up there and I'm gonna bring it until the coach takes the ball away from me. And then uh, the last thing is uh, that a big strength of mine, I think, is uh, if you're my teammate, I'm gonna have your back no matter what. Like even if I don't like you, like on the field we're brothers. Like no matter what. So I think that's a big strength. And then uh, something I'm trying to work on is uh, I think a power in my bat's not very good. I'm I'm not big on hitting. I'm more of a pitcher, but like I, I like hitting singles. I don't like hitting bombs. I'd rather make a pitcher mad and like hit bloop it over the first baseman or shortstop or something. It makes him more mad. Uh yeah. And I always find a way to get on base. So, I mean, that's my big weakness, and it's about to be taken away from me. So, <laughs> Okay. Hey, you are definitely a pitcher. I love that attitude, man. That's awesome. All right. So a lot, of, a lot to talk about here. So right-handed pitcher, give us some uh, measurements. What's your height and weight? I am uh, 6'1", 190. Okay. And uh, velo. Everybody loves velo. So, right. Yes, sir. I'm a, I've topped out at 87 in recent years or not recent years, but like in February, but, uh, I sit around like the 83 to 85 range. Okay. And, uh, how about secondaries? I have my uh, favorite secondaries. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of a toss up between my changeup and my slider, my slider. I've uh, figured out, I've been like testing new grips. Cause I've been trying to, I was trying to, like pronate it too much and throw it too much like a like an actual slider but instead of like throwing it hard and have it come out of my hand quick so i keep switching my grip with that that comes out at like 74 77 and then my change-ups like in the mid 70s as well it just like kind of it tunnels great with my fastball so it just like kind of drops off it's like really deceiving for hitters heck yeah man so what's your go-to pitch man everything's on the line you got one pitch you got to throw what is it That's a good question. I'd probably go. I'm a big slider guy. I'd probably I I can put it wherever I want it on the most of the time. I can throw it back door. I can throw it on back foot. Like it doesn't matter. I love that man. I love it. So a couple other things that you said that I definitely want to touch on. You know, hey, what are your strengths? You said IQ. You know, and you're you're very calm. You got a you know like a tough presence when you're out there. Just kind of a you understand what's happening. And I got to tell you, just right off the bat, we've only talked for a couple of minutes. I get that 100% just from the tone of your voice. I mean, you're very, very calm. You got a really, really uh, impressive presence. So where does the IQ piece come from? Does the game just naturally come to you? Or was it just years of hard work? Or was it really those Nike cleats just changing out the colors and you finally hit the right one? (laughs) <laughs> nah, I, the Nike cleats help with my confidence, <laughs> but I think it's, uh, I had an older brother that helped me along the way. And like my, my dad was a big baseball guy and my family's just kind of like been around baseball our whole lives. So like, I like any of chance of my free time, I go watch like baseball on YouTube or I, I, I'll watch MLB games on the TV and just trying to learn like whatever, like what's the secret to get to be one of the top 780 people in the world. 
Isn't that the truth, man? I love it. I love it. That's a whole other conversation kind of leading into the, into the draft. That's a good point with the 780. Hey, everybody that's joining tonight, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate you being here. If you're getting in late, don't worry about it. We record this space. One of the reasons we record it is so that we can just kind of retweet it out later, and you'll be able to hear it in its entirety. Hey, tonight we're talking with Tate Riggs. He's a 24. He's uncommitted. He's out of the state of Tennessee, right-handed pitcher. He's a big time prospect. So let me ask you something, uh, Tate. How do you stay? How do you stay motivated to keep getting better? I mean, it sounds like you're really already playing with a top notch team. You're playing at a high level. I mean, you, you, you know, you you probably put yourself in a pretty good position. So what is it that you're doing to really kind of pushing yourself to get better? Yes, sir. Uh, I motivate myself as a pitcher by seeing all these like tiktoks and youtube videos and and like all these twitter videos of all these like young stud throwers that are throwing the crap out of the ball like all throwing 90 and all committed and like all hitting 90 plus and it's like i have to like take a step back and realize like there's always going to be someone better than me and like has a great skill set and it might come easier to them than me but i just have to work my butt off and try to give it my all and give and try to be the best player i can be and i also motivate myself because my goal is to pay, is to play pro and like less than one percent of players make it there and i just want to be in that one percent just to like be in that moment and like wait for that like moment of uh all my hard work to pay off shoot yeah man and you're right so many kids are just naturally gifted with great live arms that are just able to absolutely bring it and that always gets everybody excited you know you pull out the radar gun and, and people go nuts and i mean you're already throwing hard i mean you know i mean as, as a 24 you're a rising senior you know as you come into your senior year and you are right on the doorstep of 90 but with that said it, you've got to have that bulldog uh, mentality obviously when you're on the mound and you're really you know you're you're kind of relying on your pitching ability and your smarts in many ways to make sure you're getting people out, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So I have to believe over all these years, man, been playing since you were just a little guy, you've had some very, very memorable moments. It's probably some big achievements that were on the field. But if you could just name one in particular, what would it be? And then, you know, more importantly, what did you learn from either that achievement or moment? I have I have two that come to mind because uh they're just like really kind of special to me. So uh some of my like one of my one of the big ones is uh my freshman year uh me and I was old or I was lucky enough to be on varsity with my older brother and like see how he worked. And so uh when I debuted my freshman year pitching it was kind of like mid season. Uh, he was at first base at the time and he was just my biggest fan and it was like the best feeling as a younger brother, like for your older brother to be proud of you. And uh, it just, like, makes me – like, he doesn't play anymore, so it makes me feel – or it, uh, I learned from that, from him not playing, is uh, not everyone gets to play forever, and it's all going to end sometime. So uh, make it count while it lasts. Man, I really love that. How much older – so was he a senior or a junior? You were obviously a freshman. Yeah, he so. was a senior at the time. He's a senior, man. That is really, really cool. Obviously, you look up to your brother – and uh, have an opportunity to play on the field together for your high school at the same time. That is a big moment. And, hey, congratulations, Tate. I mean, to be out on the varsity team as a freshman 
hey, that's a big step. Not many guys are doing that to begin with. Yes, sir. Uh, right, no doubt. So, so your brother, so his career is funny. You you made a really mature comment when you said your playing days are going to end at some point. Your brother's playing days ended at high school. Yes, sir. He uh he kind of got lost a little bit. He he kind of wanted to go work and make money, and he. He kind of just like strayed away from it after his senior year. Hey, there's nothing wrong with working and making money. Oh, of course. <laughs> but you are right. Everybody's playing career kind of comes to an end at some point. So let me ask you something. One thing I didn't ask you when, when I asked, hey, introduce yourself. Hey, what's your GPA? Oh, it's a 3.6. 3.6. That's fantastic GPA. So how in the world do you balance your academic commitments with your baseball practice and, and, and games and so forth? There's such a commitment on the athletic side. What is it that you're doing to maintain a really, really strong GPA? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I balance my academics by uh, being real with myself and knowing that I'm going to have to like put in those extra hours and stay up like later than I need to, like after games, after practices, to compete for those good grades, just like you compete for everything else in life. I also have a picture in my room that I look up uh, when I wake up every morning, and it says, if you want to be D1, you have to be D1 in the classroom, D1 in the weight room, and D1 on the practice field, which just goes to show that nothing comes easy, and you have to take it for yourself, and, like, not everything is promised. Man, I love that. I love that picture. That's a really cool picture. So let me ask you something. Are you spending a lot of time in the weight room as well? Uh, yes, sir. It kind of slows down in the in the summer a little bit because we're just like week by week tournaments. I just I try to get in the hotels, but some of them are <laughs> not very good. Yeah, it's a big challenge. Travel baseball is definitely a challenge. Let me hey, let me ask you. I know that you're primarily a pitcher, but with um, you know with the Midland Redskins, are you a PO? Or are you also playing in the field as well? So with the Tennessee team, I am I'm the I'm a first baseman and a pitcher. But uh, on the national one, like our 2024 national, I'm just a PO. So that's interesting. So the Midland Redskins, I just want to make sure I've got this straight. Midland Redskins are based out of Ohio, but they have a local team as well. Yes. So the uh, the uh, national teams are like there's there's like a 24 and a 23 right now, like the two yep. oldest ones. They're, those are out of Ohio, but uh, we, because that's where like the complexes and all the stuff is. But we have uh, other teams in like Tennessee, Texas, Indiana, Missouri, Ohio, like all of them. Like, I got it now. Yep. Yep. You off. mentioned that at the beginning. I understand. Got it completely. Hey, everybody, again, thank you so much for joining us. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we record it. Uh, we record it so that we can retweet it, but we also record it so that we can turn it into a podcast. That podcast is now D1 Speaks. It is published on every major platform that's out there from Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Amazon, Google to, you know, Overcast and Good Pods and CastBox and you pretty much name it. It is out there. But one of the incredible things about this format is a ton of college coaches are listening to it. You know, they subscribe, they, they, they follow the program, they listen, they have the opportunity to kind of listen to it at their own leisure, don't necessarily have to worry about kind of clocking in, you know, on 9 o'clock Eastern for Twitter. Instead, 
you know, they can wait a week, two weeks, they can wait a month and they can scroll through all the episodes and pick and choose positions, uh, location, the height, weight, so forth, and, and pick who they want to listen to. And one of the great, great things, just a little plug for the show, is I have found out that tons of coaches understand the skill level. They've got that. They've got their connections around the country that are promoting players. Got that. The one piece they're never 100% sure on is the character off the field. And to have an opportunity for somebody like Tate to kind of come on and and show who he is, kind of walk through some of the de- dedication that he has, the work that he's put in off the field, it really starts giving coaches that sense of confidence of, of this is a young man that we can absolutely trust. This is somebody that's serious about his schoolwork. This is somebody serious about developing as a, as a man. And we don't have to worry about him being a knucklehead off the field. And instead, we can just focus on, right? You, you know, instead, we can just kind of focus on baseball and developing baseball players and winning games because that's really what they want to do. So, you know, I think it's a great show. And uh, I'm, I'm thrilled that Tate's here. And, and again, for everybody that's just kind of checking in, this is Tate Riggs. He's a right-handed pitcher. He's out of the state of Tennessee. He's a 24. He's uncutted. Uh, he's a big prospect. And let me ask something, Tate. Again, kind of looking over your career, you know, have there been any particular players or coaches that have really been influential in your development? So, yeah, yes, sir. I have uh, like six six people that come to mind. I think like five coaches, one player. Um, my first one, my first coach is uh, Coach Hudson. He's uh, my high school coach. He's uh, over my high school career. He's allowed me to be myself and give me a lot of advice to always uh, compete no matter where I am, like in the classroom, at a job, on the field, in the weight room, everywhere, no matter where you are, and the results will follow. Uh, and then these next two kind of go together. These are my travel – this is my travel coach, uh, coaches, uh, the Rob and Noah Boffman. This is my second year playing for them, and I felt like I've known them my whole life, and I can go talk to them uh, whenever I need because they've, like, they've helped me when I'm on the mound and when I'm on the field, they let, they let me have fun and like express myself when I'm on the field. It's, it's like amazing to be, uh, with them. And then, uh, next I have, uh, coach Baron Mathis. Uh, he's been helping me with recruiting and making my life so much easier. I don't have to, I mean, I still have to send out a bunch of emails and stuff, but he, uh, he talks to coaches for me and he knows like what type of person I am. And it's, it's easier to talk to coaches like college coaches when you have someone else to like back you up. So I like, he just helps me so much. And then uh, the last person I'm thinking of is uh, his name is Deacon Wimmer. He's a, uh, one of my, one of my buddies, he played, he was a senior uh, this last season and uh, he's like the definition of grit. And he wasn't the biggest person when he started high school but he worked out like every day in the weight room since his like sophomore year or something like crazy like that. And he got huge and started dominating on the field and he got to fulfill his dreams of, or he didn't get to fulfill his dreams of playing at the next level, but he's serving for his church in uh, Managua, Nicaragua. And he made me see that when you work hard and, and trust God, he'll lighten up your path for you when you get older, like no matter what you do, like choose to go into sports or like just on through life. Man, that was a great rundown. Thank you so much. I know these guys appreciate you recognizing them and giving the credit for who they are. And a couple of things just kind of walk back through that. 
I love the Bogmans, you know, with the travel team. Hey, Same. these are, yeah, these are guys I've only known for about a year and a half, two years, but I feel like I've known them forever. And that's such a, right off the bat, that's such a big piece to have that kind of confidence in your coaches that are not your coach year round. You know, you're only spending time with them for a very small portion uh, of the season or the year. And to have that kind of relationship, that just gives you a lot of confidence when you jump out there on the mound and and it's your turn to pitch. Yes, sir. Yeah, no doubt. And then, you know, just kind of keep rolling through all this. You know, how, you know, I really want to know more about uh, Baron Mathis. How, How did you... How did you develop a relationship with him? How did you get to know him? Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, he's actually my little brother's coach uh, for his travel team, and he's in the Midland organization too. And like uh, one day, I think I threw really well, and he's like, "I've got to, ha- I've got to get that dude to college." And so he like ever since that day, he's really close with my younger brother. So anytime I'm not checking my phone or I'm busy, he he like calls my little brother and tells him tell me to stop being an idiot and check my phone and call him back and stuff. So he always keeps me in check. He's just a great guy. Sounds like a great guy. And I tell you, that's the kind of people that you really need. You know, you definitely need your high school coaches. You got to have, you you know, your travel coaches. But you also need maybe that one other guy that's really kind of the in-between college coaches and you, you know, that can can reach out and has a certain level of – Gosh, what do you say? I mean, they have a certain level of relationship with some of the coaches that they're calling. You, you kind of need that piece. And so yes, no question about it, man. It sounds like you have really surrounded yourself with high quality coaches and then your friends. I mean, that really kind of touched my heart when you started talking about Deacon. And, you know, you said, hey, you got to live out his dream and go to the next level. You know what? He did. If you're out on mission like that, there's no doubt. That's a higher call in and of itself, and he is without question living out his dream. And I think that's just super impressive, everything about that. I love that, 100%. So, Tate, let me ask you something. You know, as you're getting ready for games, how do you prepare yourself mentally? And, and I'm always fascinated. You know, it's a little different in the summer because you're not having to maybe worry about school as much. And that always blows me away during the high school season. You know, how do you walk out of the classroom and walk onto the field and, and start playing? But in travel baseball, the routine's not the same. Everything's a little different. You're staying in hotel rooms. You're, you're eating different kinds of food. I mean, just everything seems different. So how do you get your mind right to focus on the game at hand? Yes, sir. So I always start, uh, like, on game days, I, I put my AirPods in. I listen to music. It just calms, it like calms my nerves, makes me focus in, and like puts me in a good mood. And then like a like a pregame ritual I have is I always have like my Lightning McQueen, Lightning shoot, Lightning McQueen bag and uh, these like red J bands I stretch out with. It just like makes me feel like a kid. And like the Cars movies are elite, so like why not have a McQueen bag? I love that man. Yeah, that, that's good stuff right there. No question about it. I, and I think the thing about what you just kind of described, and you do have to have a routine. You need a little bit of a routine to kind of keep your mind in check. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just can't – hey, if you're going to go out there and you're going to pitch and you got to be ready to pitch, you kind of need to be doing the same thing over and over and over so that you don't have to worry about doing the routine, right? 
Because if you're if you haven't already done that routine and then you get on the mound, sometimes everything's just kind of out of sorts. So I love the fact that you absolutely know what it is that kind of keeps you comfortable and you're able to do that time after time after time. It's good stuff, man. Hey, yeah. So let me ask you something. You know, as you're finishing up this summer, which we've really only got, you know, gosh, I don't even know. I guess we have a month left. What what is it that you're trying to achieve really short term, maybe over the next six weeks, eight weeks and then a little bit longer? Where where is it that you really want to be over the next two to five years? Yes, sir. So uh, my my simple my goals are pretty simple, but uh, my short term is to be committed and like relieve the stress of like finding a place of play and like worrying about talking to college coaches. And then uh, my long term is to like hit 90, of course, and like get drafted or sign with an MLB team. I, I would just love the chance to go play professional and it'd just be a, like an awesome experience. I love that. No question about it, man. Isn't it stressful? Honestly, when you when you when you think about talking to college coaches or getting noticed by college coaches or having to reach out to college coach, it is extremely stressful. You know, it's stressful for your parents as well. Yeah, honestly, it really, really is. Hey, everybody that's listening again, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate it. If this is an environment that kind of interests you and you want to be on it, you can reach me. I am at uh, on Twitter. I'm at now underscore D one. Please reach out to me. Uh, we do this Monday through Thursday. It's live. Tate and I don't know each other. You know, we're not going to get retakes or edits or anything like that. We're just having a conversation. And uh, if you're uncommitted, if you're a 24 or a 25 or a junior college, and uh, you just want to be heard and, and kind of get your voice out there, again, just please reach out to me. I absolutely appreciate it. So, uh, Tate, you know, I get it that you uh, – that you want to have an opportunity to play at the next level. And I think you're, you're definitely on the track, but to be able to play at the next level, you really need to be recruited. Just kind of, kind of walk through where are you in your recruitment? I mean, are you, are you really still on the front end where you're reaching out to coaches, maybe sending emails, trying to get noticed, going to camps? Have you had an opportunity maybe where a couple of coaches have uh, contacted you, sent you a text, email, phone calls, anything like that. And, uh, and then ultimately, if you had a choice to pick a school, and you don't have to say the name of the school, but just the type of school, would you want to be at like a large, you know, uh, a state university, maybe a smaller private school, maybe looking at a two-year school? Would, would you like to go out of state? Just kind of give us a sense of what's a really good environment for you as well. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I don't, it doesn't really matter the like environment for me. I, I if I had a chance to go to a big school and play at a D one, I mean, shoot, I'd go do it in a heartbeat. Uh, and then my uh, my recruiting process has been kind of slow up until this summer. Uh, I got I got the chance to throw like I threw pretty well in front of a couple college coaches that came to watch. I was lucky they came and watched. I threw well. They they kind of talked around, and I kind of had to. I had a few more come watch on my next one and it just kind of was like surreal to me. Cause I was like, I'm kind of on the back half of, uh, of recruiting now. Cause like, I don't have to worry about sending out college emails anymore. They kind of like text me or text like my coach, Baron, Bat- Baron Mathis. Like it's all, it's just like kind of nice where I don't have to send like 200 emails a night. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Man, and that's then, uh, so. You no, know, keep going. College. I'm sorry. No, oh, keep no, going. Uh, and then, like, call the kind of college I'm looking for is just it doesn't really matter. It's like a place where I can develop not just as a player but as a person, so I can be uh, prepared for the real world after my uh, baseball career is over. Man, I love that. Everything about that. That's great. How exciting. That's why I kind of jumped in there. I couldn't help it. I mean, it's so exciting to think that, um, hey, that a college coach is wanting to come and see you perform. It's unbelievable. I mean, that just really doesn't happen to everyone. And to have that opportunity is something that you'll take with you for the rest of your life. And it sounds like you're, you know, your your recruiting process is kind of moving along to where you're probably going to be able to make a decision here you know maybe sometime this year it's probably in the short term maybe it's a little bit longer but you know you and your parents are probably really going to have to sit down and 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 try to figure out what it is you want to do and tate i've got to tell you man just appreciate it just absolutely take that in you're going to have the opportunity to do something that you know 95 percent of high school students that are athletes will never get the chance to do i mean it's just amazing you know and i i know i know you'll appreciate that and that's something that you will absolutely have with you for the rest of your life that'll always be on your resume you know what i mean 20 years from now you'll be able to tell somebody oh this is where i went to school and oh yeah i played ball for them and i mean that's just amazing i mean that's that's a really big deal. So, hey, congratulations 100% on that. And I love that you're saying, you know what, I'm just really looking for an opportunity that's going to be the right fit for me. And uh, and you want to be able to grow not only on the field but off the field. It's a fantastic attitude, Tate. And, and honestly, again, this is what this show is all about, is to highlight guys exactly like you that have really kind of put the hard work in not only on the field, but off the field and put yourself in a position to where you can be successful and to be, start being recognized and, and getting the credit that you very well deserve and having an opportunity. Cause I'm going to tell you something, man, a little bit on my soapbox, but I'm going to tell you something. I mean, you are right here at the doorstep of the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And, and these are big time yes, decisions sir. that you're about to make. And I know that you've got, fantastic support around you and you're going to have an opportunity to uh, kind of set yourself up. So congratulations, man. Very, very cool. Thank you. No question. So, Hey, we'll kind of wrap it up here just a little bit. And this has been a fantastic night. I really enjoy getting to know you. Um, Let me ask you something. If you were able to give some advice to maybe a younger, a, a younger guy, maybe, you know, somebody that's not in high school, but they're starting to figure out that they're pretty good at baseball and they're excited about it and they really want to be successful for a long time. What, what kind of advice would you give him? Uh, yes, sir. I, uh, the advice what I give is, like, find your passion and, like, kind of just, like, stick with it. Like, it doesn't have to always be something that someone else wants you to do. Just, like, find find what you love to do and, like like, kind of hold on to that and, like, remember that feeling that you have because it'll go a long way no question man and like make a promise to yourself to like to do what you want to do and like and like put that somewhere like i have on my wall and like put that somewhere where you can see it every day and just like makes you want to work harder and like achieve your goal i love that picture man i'd love to have a picture of that picture 
you know, the, you're talking about the D1. I think yes, that's sir. fantastic, man. That's yes, a sir. great thing to get up and look at every morning. I think you're right. It's not just what you do on the field, man. It's what you're doing in the classroom. It's what you're doing in the weight room. It's what you're just doing in life in general. I think it's an awesome way to, to look at things. Hey, Tate, again, man, this has been a great night. I'm really happy for you. I'm excited for you. I think that uh, I think you got just a super bright future. And, I, man, I hope you've enjoyed this evening. I know I have. Yes, sir, I have. Thank you. No doubt about it. I will say that I hope everyone will tune in tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. we got a special night. We've got Butch Bacala. He's going to join us. Butch is not uncommitted. No. Butch is a former professional player. All right? He has had an unbelievable career. He, he played pro ball. Uh, he, he became a scout. He was a cross checker for anybody who wants to know. I mean, there's just not a higher level that you could be in the scouting world than a cross checker. He's had a phenomenal career. He's got the opportunity to share some of what he has done. He's going to let you know what he's doing today and what he's doing today is really cool. Uh, he understands recruiting. He understands youth baseball. He definitely understands college baseball and he understands pro baseball. I would absolutely say tune in tomorrow night. He's got a great Twitter presence. I mean, this guy is somebody that you're going to want to hear from. And again, that's Butch Bacala, and uh, he'll be on tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Hey, Tate, again, man, thank you so much. Absolutely appreciate you being here, and I wish you nothing but the best of success going forward. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to end it here tonight, guys. Thank you. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution. Trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast. Blast.